deep in the heart of Central Texas is the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Brought to you by Texas Fish and Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas Outdoor Nation. I'm your host, Dustin Von Warnke, author, outdoor writer, videographer, blogger, speaker, and podcaster. And I'm so excited that you took the opportunity to download our show. Thank you so much for streaming online or downloading to your smartphone or other mobile device or however you found us. Just thank you so much for doing so. Well, I'm back with a new show, and uh, it's that time of the week again where we release a new podcast. And I'm really excited about this one because I'm bringing on a guest that I met back in, uh, I guess it was last week when I officially met her. I've heard a lot about her before this time. And uh, she goes by the handle Liberty Austin. And Liberty is spelled L-I-B-E-R-T-E, Austin. And um, we're based both based here in the Central Texas area, so we did a little phone interview together this morning, and um, I'm releasing this podcast a couple of days afterwards. And uh, I'm really excited about the opportunity to talk with this lady because she has a huge social media following and is a great second amendment supporter and all she does and is very gun friendly and uh is just wonderful to talk to um i really enjoyed our interview today with liberty austin and uh if you've not subscribed to her on her social media channels again it's l-i-b-e-r-t-e-a-u-s-t-i-n liberty austin she spells liberty with an E, in other words, an E at the end. I'm really excited about doing this interview with her because, you know, we had the opportunity to meet together at a range day event that um, the Texas Firearm Festival organizers put on for media. And I was invited to this last week. That's where I got to meet her, and that's kind of where we scheduled to do this show. I, over the years, have had a lot of fun with firearms, air guns, you know, archery, you name it. In, uh, in range settings, but I have not had so much fun in my life than I had at this event. I mean, this was a blast. Silencer Shop was there, STI Guns was there, um, Cabela's had a little booth there, and it was just an awesome event with about, oh, I want to say maybe 30 people there all together uh, doing media coverage for the Texas Firearms Festival, which is coming up October the 14th through the 16th of this year of 2016. And uh, if you've not looked into going to this uh, event before, this is an awesome, awesome event. Basically, you get to shoot all the guns that you want to shoot. You don't have to clean them. You don't have to, um, you know, take care of them or anything. You basically just come and do all the fun things like shoot. And um, you, the ammo is even included in the price of the mission. So you can buy a weekend pass, you can buy a uh, day pass, you can buy a VIP pass and shoot all three days. You name it, there's just a ton of fun to be had at this event. So that's what Liberty and I are going to be talking about today on this podcast. Um, the upcoming Texas Firearms Festival, the third annual upcoming Texas Firearms Festival just an awesome lineup of other things we talk about crossbows we talk about guns we talk about uh, women and shooting which is important because this is my first female guest on the best of the outdoors podcast and i'm really excited about that because she does an awesome job of representing the women in the shooting and, and hunting industry and even those that are new to it um we had an experience there at the uh, range day of a news anchor i didn't talk about this in the podcast i should have but uh, we had the experience of having a news anchor of one of the TV stations, local TV stations, I'm pretty sure, here in Central Texas, at the Ranger Day event that had never shot a gun at all. She'd never fired a firearm uh, or air gun or any kind of um, 
uh, gun in the past, and she uh, she got great hands-on experience. I mean, it was a blast watching her have her first experience with the gun, and uh, really a good positive experience. And that's what we all try to um, show new shooters is a good time and a safe time and a very well-rounded, enriching time in the outdoors. Here's my interview with Liberty Austin. So I'm on the phone with Liberty Austin. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, welcome to the Best of the Outdoors podcast. And we're talking a little bit about Second Amendment. We're talking a little bit in our pre-chat about um, you know crossbow hunting and things that are really near and dear to my heart. That's why I'm really excited to have the chance to uh, to talk to you. But one of the things you and I met at an event coming up, um, we met at, at kind of a range day media event. Is that right? Correct. That's and the Texas Firearms Festival. The Texas Firearms Festival invited us out there to go and invited media folks like me. And I'm writing a blog post on this. You should be able to find it when the podcast goes live at fishgame.com. I just finished it last night, and I've got it scheduled to upload and scheduled to, to post pretty soon. But I had a blast. And the two main sponsors that Liberty and I saw there at the show were at the Range Day event at the Best of the West Gun Range um, were... STI guns and silencer shop, right? That's right. And I, and, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, I was gonna say I'm a huge STI fan. I am Just now too. To throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've become an STI fan like overnight. I, I got the opportunity to shoot some silencer shop guns, which was a new experience. They're one of the sponsors of our website, and. Um, Got to meet the STI folks, and my goodness, I shot, I believe, the DVC. Does that ring a bell? That's, I have that one. You have that 2011 one? 2011 double stack. Yeah, 2011 double stack. And the way that their guns are set up, they are um, they are they they have a 1911 frame, and they have a 2011 frame, which is their kind of proprietary gun uh, that they've designed from the bottom up. And uh, I've never enjoyed shooting a handgun so much in my life, Liberty. I mean, I loved it. I fell in love with that gun. I completely agree. I love that gun. I have that gun, and it is just like nothing else. I mean, I've never shot anything like it. It's an amazing gun. It's just easy. I mean, it handles well. The balance is there. The weight's not mm-hmm. an issue. Um, I wouldn't even mind shooting one of those in 45 ACP, but shooting in a 9mm Parabellum was just like... You know, it was easy. I mean, it was like the easiest shooting gun I've ever fired. The trigger was perfect on it. I mean, I and I hit my target every single time when I empty the magazine. I hit my target every single time, and I just had a blast with it. I thought it was great. Yeah, agreed. Favorite yeah. gun. They're they're just they're great guns. So you can check them out at stiguns.com, I believe is their website. And um, you've had some experience before I even did, obviously, with STI guns. You want to talk about that for a minute? I, I do. Um, I've always owned, well, not always, but since I started carrying um, a personal carry weapon, I kind of went from, they're all, like my 1911 is my preferred um, personal carry gun. Right. And I started off with a Kimber, which is an awesome gun, you know, it's a great gun. Um, I Then after that, I was debating whether or not to go into Wilson Combat, and then I was at the gun store and I saw an STI for the first time, and I just... I fell in love with it. Texas made for me. That's what sold it. Sure. Um, the fact that it's made in Texas and I, um, been shooting an STI ever since. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where, that's my favorite gun so far. I'm thinking that's going to be my next. I have three from them. You do? Yeah, I have three from them and the DVC is my favorite. 
Yeah, after shooting the BBC, and that's the one when I asked them if you had one gun for me to shoot. The Dustin, what's his name as well from STI Guns, was uh, was sitting there saying, "Man, try the BBC," and I was just like, "Wow, this thing rocks!" I mean, I had so much fun shooting that thing, and I love handguns. I'm bigger into rifles than I am handguns in my outdoor work, but I mean, I uh, I fell in love with that handgun for sure. As far as carry, as far as performance, you know, if you're going to compete in a uh, three gun competition or something, it's just a great all around mm-hmm. handgun. So I agree. Um, I thought that was great. Um, the other one I was going to talk about, have you ever shot any silencer shops guns at all? Liberty? Um, I did. Um, I, I have shot silencer guns. So, um, but yeah, they're, they're also great. They, they just had, you know, they had a nine millimeter 22 and a 45 in, in handguns at, at the range. And then they had a 300 blackout and a 22 and M and P, um, integrally suppressed M and P 15, um, 22 rifle. And that was a blast to shoot at the range day event and, uh, had a lot of fun. And let's talk real quick about what's coming up with the, them doing the range day event for us media folks. Um, we have a event coming up when you mean Texas firearm festival. Yes. The Texas firearm festival event is coming up when Texas gun fest is October 14th through 16th. Um, that's a Friday through Sunday. Uh huh. And um, 40 manufacturers will be there, including Silencer Shop. Um, a lot of big names are going to be there for guns. Yes. Um, I can mention a few, if, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, we have uh, Wilson Combat, which is, again, one of my favorites. Um, STI, of course, Silencer Shop. SIG, um, Caltech, Lantac, um, Century Arms. So we've got a lot of big, big names coming out um, to this exhibit. That's great. And I mean, the basic way that it works out, I've not been before, but I've read about this and done some research because I have an article on our website kind of promoting the Texas Gun Fest, Texas Firearms Festival. And um, the way it works is you basically buy a VIP pass or a weekend pass or a um, just day pass and you get to shoot all the guns that are available and the ammunition's included. Is that right? That's right. I mean, exactly and you don't right. even have to clean the guns at the end of the day. <laughs> you get to shoot right, all you want. Exactly. I mean, I don't exactly. know as a as a shooter in all my years of shooting of shooting, have I ever ran into uh, uh, opportunity like that to pay a flat rate, go shoot all the guns you want to, and then walk away from the stage at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> I mean, well, that's great. the thing is, it's like you you know you show up there uh, to a gun store or to any other gun gun type of gun show or um, event, and you know you you look at the guns, but you can't you can't shoot them you, know, you end up picking the one that you kind of narrow down but this is somewhere you can go and you know they bring their guns these manufacturers and you can shoot those guns which is awesome to me yes absolutely and you can shoot those guns and you can evaluate if you want to buy that gun down the road mm-hmm. or if you want to you know write about that if you want to tell people about it you know if you want to post on social media hey i just shot up you know whatever it is um you know it's just a great opportunity to support the second amendment really absolutely and not only that another added bonus is that you're sitting there with the um you know the experts in the field sure. people from the factory that can give you insight that can give you all kinds of just tips so i mean it's just a, it's gonna be a great event oh absolutely i think so as well i think that's great um, so I'm excited about that. So that again is October the 14th through the 16th, 2016. 16th. And, um, that is here in, uh, in central Texas in Liberty Hill at the best of the West range. That's and correct. you can find out more information at texasgunfest.com. Am I saying that right? 
Yes, that's right. Okay, very good. And I've got links to that on our website at fishgame.com. I've got a, a post that I put up, kind of a news release on the event as well as a um, article that I wrote or post that I did for fishgame.com on the range day event that myself and Liberty attended. So um, that was just, that was just a blast. I really enjoyed meeting with you and I even got a picture with you, which I thought was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for doing that with me. (laughs) Yeah, of course. That's good. I know you have a lot of fans and adoring fans and everybody. And I just, uh, I was happy to uh, be able to, to get a photo in with you. Um, so let's talk real quick. Let's shift gears for a minute and talk real quick about hunting and the outdoors. What do you do for um, for fun in the outdoors as a as a woman that supports the Second Amendment? Well, um, I hunt. I hunt. I fish. Um, I've been hunting for about ten years, and um, so um, yeah, I'm looking forward to opening season this year. Okay, and you're talking about the opening of bow season, the opening of deer season. What What is your favorite deer game Deer season, to hunt? yeah, definitely deer season coming up. Um, I'll be hunting in Louisiana um, next week, um, so I'm looking forward to that. That's great. And tell me this: um, your favorite animal or favorite game animal to hunt is it? I saw some pictures on your Instagram account, which is you know has a huge following, and that I saw pictures of uh, you dove hunting and uh, doing an event with veterans and that kind of stuff. Can you tell us anything about that? Um, I did recently do an event with Wishes for Warriors, and um, we had the opportunity to take out an amazing. Um, veteran who uh, was wounded, um, and we took her dove hunting for the first time. Exotic birds, not not regular, um, not morning doves, but you know exotic doves. Wow! And um, like it was a blast. Doves? Is yeah. that right? Eurasian? Yes, exactly. Okay, I just want to make sure I have that right. Okay, mm-hmm. Eurasian doves. Okay, cool. And you know the Eurasian is it's a lot easier to hit. Um, it's a lot fatter than your regular dove. So, um, but. They, they're harder to come down because you obviously, you know, they're a little bit fatter. So, but it was, it was a blast. You had a great time. Now, so, from what, you know. from what I understand, Liberty, they have a, um, they had, they're kind of between the size of a morning dove and like a city pigeon. Is that right? As far as being exactly. bigger than Eurasian? Okay. And they, yes. And they fly slower and lower. So you definitely get better shot at them versus doves, which can be quite challenging for some, you know, new, new dove hunters, new sure. bird hunters. Um, this is a lot easier. It's just, um, you have other challenges, which is the bird is slightly larger. So it's not, right. you know, sometimes you wing them or something and it's not going to come down right, right away. So, right. Oh, this is good. Where, where about were y'all in Texas doing that? I was just curious. We were in Del Rio. Oh, Del Rio. Okay, um, cool. Which is like five miles from the border. Wow. Okay. And a lot of Eurasian yeah. doves in that area then. Okay. It, yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's great. That's something that I've I'm kind of a student of is learning about the exotic game that we can hunt in Texas, and that's definitely one of them. That's not a native species to Texas. Right. So, right. Exactly. That's great. But my favorite animal, and you asked me what my favorite animal yes, is. Um, I, did. I love. I mean, I love the sports. I love all types of animals, but I think my favorite animal to hunt is a turkey. Okay. Cool. Good deal. With um, a shotgun or how? Yeah, with a shotgun. Great. What's your preferred turkey so load situation, gun, that kind of stuff? Tell me. Uh, my favorite, my field gun um, is a Benelli Super Black Eagle 2, 12 gauge. And um, that's that's just a supreme, I think, in, in shotguns. Super. Can't get any better than that. Yeah. No, that's great. And the Supernova shoots the three and a half inch. Is that right? Correct. 
Okay. It's, a, it's the Black Eagle, Super the, Black Eagle. Super but Black yeah, Eagle, forgive me. Uh-huh. I said mm-hmm. Supernova, but yeah, I know you're right. Super Black Eagle. That's great. I haven't mentioned that on the podcast before, and that's uh, – that's definitely a great gun, from what I understand. And you love uh, you love the calling and the whole you know situation that goes with turkey hunting. You like all that stuff. I do. I mean, I I'm not great at calling. Um, you know, with the read um, myself, I I've used calls and things like that. Um, but I'm I'm learning. I mean, I keep I keep trying to train myself to sure. use a read, a mouth you know mouthpiece, so I can do it on my own. But um, I, I love every aspect of turkey hunting. I just, I think they're such an interesting animal. Um, I love watching them. Yes. Um, they're kind of funny. They <laughs> I are. Picture things that they're saying to each other. I mean, I don't know if that's me, but they're just, they're kind of goofy. So I have a great time turkey hunting. Oh, and it's that's challenging. Great. I mean, yes. it's challenging. So. Yes, it um, is. Definitely love the turkeys. Yeah, definitely. They have like the equivalent of a four power binocular built in 360 degrees around their head, you know, <laughs> exactly. and you've got to watch your camo and you've got to watch your surroundings and backing up to a tree to hunt and that kind of stuff. Do you typically go by yourself or do you have somebody going to call with you? Um, it depends. I mean, how many days I'm going to be out there. I might go out there on my own. Um, this last time I went out with uh, my buddy Matt from Tech Outdoors and um, he's my, my hunting party partner lately. Um, he, we got those turkeys in within not lying, like less than 10 feet from us. I mean, they were literally wow. on the other side of a bush from us and the adrenaline in my body, I had never been so close to those birds before. And I just started to freak out. I mean, I, like you just start to, you know, you want to just, you know, shoot them, but you're just, you're kind of freaking out because they're just so close. Right. It was an amazing that was so we didn't we didn't get a tom i was waiting for a tom to walk up but there was a ton of jakes i mean like cackles of, of just you know huge parties of birds just walking by but um no tom um, wow but to be but that still, close i mean still that's to be just... that close was i was my the adrenaline was just pumping oh and that feeling is why so many of us hunt right there is because we get that that pumping heart and the adrenaline flowing through your blood veins and there's just no better feeling it's the best natural high i know of i really i mean you don't get that in a lot of other sports you know what i'm saying Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and it's like all, only hunters can understand that natural high because we've been there in front of, you know, for me, it's deer hunting with a crossbow, you know, 20 yards away from, from taking a shot and, um, and just my heart, I don't care if it's just a doe or a, or a, uh, a spike or, you know, whatever the case, my heart pumps clear out of my chest. I mean, I get so excited. And turkey hunting definitely elicits those kind of those kind of feelings too. Right, definitely. Same for me. Um, it's just the the rush that you feel is just incomparable to anything else. No, that's great. So, talk to me about what you're planning on doing this season. Like we talked about in our pre-chat, um, with uh, with an archery tool, and then your gun season. Okay, um, I'm going to be shooting a crossbow for the first time. Um, or hunting with a crossbow for the first time. Um, and, uh, I've, I, have i have experienced, I, I can shoot a bow. Obviously I own a bow and, um, I practice with one and, you know, I, I enjoy shooting one. I haven't hunted bow, um, at all and I haven't wanted to. So this is going to be a new experience for me and I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. Um, so, um, I, I don't really don't know what to expect. It's okay. just, you know, kind of see how it goes. 
It's definitely more close up, close and personal than a rifle. You know, when you can see the white of the deer's eyes, you know, you know that you're in bow hunting territory with a crossbow. Um, it's definitely an adrenaline rush like turkey hunting is for me, you know, at least. And um, I think you've got the right expectations with just taking it slow and, and going, um, you know, just kind of seeing what happens because it, uh, you know, I've done a whole podcast on crossbows and the best of the outdoors podcast before. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that, it's called all about crossbows where I talk in detail about the equipment that I use, such as the broadheads and the, um, the bolts and, and the crossbows that I, I run and that kind of stuff when I'm out in the field. And, um, I think you're going to have a blast. I mean, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm always up for a challenge and me too. You know, this is just something that kind of adds along to my list of things to, to try. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that's going to be great. Um, so, and then for gun season, I know you say the reason you don't bow hunt that much and you're switching to a crossbow because it's similar to a rifle, but tell me the reason why you don't bow hunt with a compound bow or a recurve bow, for instance. Um, there's a couple of reasons. The main reason is I'm a huge advocate for the Second Amendment. Um, as some of my um, followers may know, um, I I am all about pro-gun um, advocating for that here in, in our country, of course. And I, um, I kind of feel like bow hunting takes away from that. Um, obviously, I don't have any problem with it, and it's great for people that do it. But for myself, um, I don't want to take any attention away from what my firearm does for me. Um, so I, that's just kind of how, how I feel about it at this point. Um, but you know, crossbow from what I hear, it's similar to a rifle. Um, so I'm definitely, you know, it's, it's going to be an experience to say the least. Um, yes. You know, hunting with a crossbow, but, um, yeah. Um, as far as my rifle, I almost always hunt with a seven mag and, um, I do that because I like to take my animal out instantly. Sure. I have never had an animal, um, after I've shot it, uh, walk away even a couple of feet. You know, I've always dropped it on the spot. So I, I kind of, I like that because, you know, it's a, it's a humane way, I feel like, to take the animal out um, as quickly as possible. And so I, I use a 7 mag um, almost always when I'm in the field. That's a big gun. It is. It is. That is a very powerful gun. And I think it's great to see a woman hunter shoot a seven mag and not be afraid of it. Cause I, I've run into so many other women that hunt that are just like, Oh, that's too much gun for me. And I'm like, no, you know, it's the recoil is definitely in the mindset. Sometimes it's not necessarily, I mean, what's your thought on that? No, I agree. Um, women are definitely more afraid of the, you know, the punch that you get from a, from a weapon. And I believe the first time that I shot my seven mag in the field, I, um, you know, I got hit in the head with the, the scope because oh, I, you know, thing. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I, mean, I wasn't holding it. Obviously at that time I didn't, you know, really know, um, all the power that it had, that it, you know, how, how to control it. And now it's my preferred, it's my preferred, um, it's my preferred gun. So I, and I, and I, I do that because I've seen other hunters, um, you know, wound an animal or the animal keeps running for some distance. And, right. you know, I like to take it out immediately. I mean, I just, I feel like that's just what works for me. And yeah, um, okay. another, another reason why I don't bow hunt is again, I'm, I'm really afraid of, of um, wounding an animal and then sure. having it escape and not being able to catch it later. 
So that rifle is kind of your surety that it is going to be on the ground and going to be easy recovery and everything like that. I understand that. That's yeah, definitely valid. Exactly. I've just never run into anybody that's had that kind of philosophy on, on hunting or not bow hunting or, or, um, you know, gun hunting. I think that's really cool. You know, I think it's a, definitely a neat, a neat mindset to have about it because you want to support the second amendment and you also, you know, want to give the animal a, a, a clean kill and a clean harvest and, um, I think that's very important, but you know, that all being said, um, I love, I love the fact that you hunt with the seven mag because there's, there's guys even that I run into that are just like, that's too much gun. That's too much gun for Texas. And I'm just like, no, it's, it's not, especially for long range. Pretty much. If you can see it, you can hit it. It's a flat shooting cartridge. It's a, it's a Magnum cartridge. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, and plus you want to, I mean, if you, if you keep to one, if you keep to one gun, then you learn to trust it. So I kind of know you know, at what distance if I'm hunting, you know, um, a different type of animal, I kind of know my gun, you know, sure. to, you know, how long I can take it out or how far I can take it out. Um, That's right. Switching up. So what, uh, will you, consistency. will you tell me your setup for, uh, for your seven mag, what kind of scope you're running, what kind of rifle you're running? Um, I have right now I have a Weatherby, um, seven mag and it's got, um, it's got a, a Zeiss on it. Oh, nice. And yeah, um, I mean, it's not, it's it's just a regular 7 mag. I don't know what other accessories. Okay. No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious what um, brand it was and what, what brand scope you used and that kind of stuff because you definitely. Okay. Have, um, yes. Yeah. I have a 7 mag uh, Weatherby and I also have a um, 7 mag uh, Saco. Okay. So those are my, my babies. Those are your go-to guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that's great, and um, and that's just a that's just a great thing as far as that goes. And I think back to the crossbows again. I think you're going to have a good time with it being very similar to steadying a rifle and being fairly easy to cock. The one thing I tell folks, and we're still preparing for bow season here in late September when we're releasing this podcast, but always use a rope cocking device to cock your crossbow. Don't do it by hand; it's painful, and you can get uneven pressure on the limbs of the crossbow. And always use a steady rest. That's the other thing. A lot of guys are comfortable shooting with their elbows on their knees and shooting that way. But I use either a bipod or a monopod. And I've switched to a bipod lately. And I don't know if you want this is a tip you want to take with you. But I don't know how much, mm-hmm. how much you've learned about crossbows. But I just, I love having that steady rest where I can, you know, steady myself, make an ethical shot on that uh, animal. And uh, then I use Grim Reaper broadheads, which are my favorite broadheads ever. And um, they, I, there's not an animal I've hit in the vitals that I've lost to those. And I've killed dozens of animals with them. So that's kind of my take on it. Well, that's good advice. I'm definitely going to need all the advice I can get. So um, I've been reading and I'm just, you know, um, definitely trying different things just to, to prepare myself for that. So hopefully all that goes well. Sure. Now, what kind of crossbow are you planning on using? It's a Barnet. Okay, Barnet crossbows. That's I own I don't three know Barnets. What model, but... Yeah, I own three Barnet crossbows. They're all great. Um, they make a really good, strong crossbow. And uh, like I say, with the kit that you get a crossbow in these days, most of them already have a rope cocking device, and most of them already have a. Um, um, you know, a scope and an optic and things like that. Uh, I prefer the mm-hmm. scope to the red dot just because it gives you that four, four, three to four power, um, zoom out to your top, you know, to your target on your optic. And, um, it gives you, you know, different crossbow scopes give you different, um, 
uh, gradients to uh, to base your uh, shot off of based on uh, on your elevation and that kind of stuff. So I think you're in great shape there. Great. So, no, that's awesome. Um, so tell me just briefly what your mission is since you have such a huge social media following and everything like that. What is the main thing, the main topic that you're trying to get out to the masses, if you will? Because I definitely have a lot of things that I try to do as far as teaching kids how to how to hunt and fish, um, you know, helping educate people about the Second Amendment, mm-hmm, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. What are some of your goals? Um, I think my main goal is um, making sure that people, um, I think my goal is so that people are not so afraid of guns. Um, I post a lot of pictures wearing my gun, um, or just holding a gun. And I, I think that people are afraid of guns for the wrong reasons. I do um, too. And I, I really want to get across to women, um, especially that, um, you know, it's, it's, you can, something you can learn, you can become good at. Um, but it's such a tool, um, a life saving tool. And, um, I haven't really shared this with too many people, but, um, I, I guess I have maybe posted a few things about it, but I was, um, the victim of a, of a violent crime um, where somebody broke into my home and I didn't have a gun then, but now having experienced that and knowing the protection that my gun offers me, I, I don't go anywhere without my gun. I mean, obviously unless it's a place where I can't take it into right. um, because of the laws right now, but I, I cannot live without my gun day to day. And I, I, some people hear that and they're like, that's crazy. Nothing's going to happen, but you see the news. I mean, you know, it's getting bad. So I feel very safe with my gun and I want other people to feel safe um, as well and understand what their, what their rights are and you know, that how important it is to have gun rights. Right. I've got a, you speak of that. I've got a neighbor uh, across the cul-de-sac from me where I live here in uh, central Texas. And she came to me the other day and said, you're a hunter, right? And I said, yes. And, and she said, can I borrow a shotgun? And I said, better yet, I'll go help you buy a shotgun so you can own it and have it on your own home. And she's got a person that used to live with her, a roommate, that's coming back now and threatening her. And, you know, she's probably in her 50s, I guess, and is just scared to death about what would I do if I didn't have a way to protect mm-hmm. myself. And, I mean, those mm-hmm. are serious questions you need to ask yourself, whether you're a woman or you're a man or, you know, break-ins happen all the time. My vehicle was vandalized in Houston uh, a couple of times ago when I was there back in April, and they broke in and stole an iPad and a, and, a, um, and a laptop computer from me. But, you know, thank goodness that, uh, that I wasn't there, you know, or else they would have met, you know, they would have met me, you know, at asking some questions, you know, but crime is happening all over the place, you know, and you've got to be prepared. Definitely. You have to be prepared. And as a woman, you really have to be, take extra precaution because, um, you know, we, we don't survive many violent crimes against us. So we definitely need to be educated, trained and efficient with firearms. Um, you know, this day and age, it's just so important. So for our listeners, I'm just curious what your thought is as far as bringing people more education on guns. What, one of the things I recommend, for instance, is go to your local gun range, see about taking some gun classes. We have some shooting academies here in Central Texas and, you know, classes you can take and those kind of things. What other things do you recommend as a woman, you know, uh, pro-Second Amendment? Well, in the bigger picture, I would say um, I'm waiting for the day when it becomes mandatory in school to learn about firearms. Oh, wow, yes. Um, I'm, I'm to that level where I think that it needs to be mandatory. But 
you know, in a, in a normal, um, short term kind of, kind of deal, definitely go get training. Yes. And Texas Firearms Festival is perfect for that because you've never shot a gun, but you don't really, you aren't really ready to buy a gun yet. You can go do that and try a bunch of different guns and, you know, it, uh, talk to the experts there on the spot and, um, definitely go and just try it and talk to somebody, get with somebody who can um, train you. Right. Um, but the more you do it, the less you fear it. So, you know, definitely practice, practice, practice. Yes. Uh, the One of the podcasts I listen to, the guy always says, repetition decreases resistance. And exactly. the more you are familiar with something, the less you have to fear. We fear what we don't understand as humans. And I think the more that we have, you know, experience with something on safely handling a firearm or, you know, I'm teaching my son, he's seven years old, Jackson, and he, um, we went to a, a archery shoot at Hill Country Bowhunters. It was a fun shoot, their big annual fundraiser this weekend. And I bought a couple of knives to give him when he's a little bit older. But we talked mm-hmm. about how to handle a knife to where he's not afraid of it anymore. And I talked about how to open, and if you open it, you close it, and, you know, those kind of things. And that's just one example. We've, we've handled guns before, and we've talked about how to check if it's unloaded, making sure to point it in the right direction. I mean, just those kind of simple things. But the more he experiences it, the less he's afraid of it. And I think that's important exactly. because, you know, it's, it's all about using things for their intended purpose. And a gun is kind of like a brick. You can use it to build a church, or you can throw it in a window, you know. Um, it exactly. is, it is not, we do not have a, a firearms problem in America. We have a people problem, you know? <laughs> so Absolutely. And I, to add a caveat to that, um, regarding women and firearms and, and suggestions, um, ladies take, you know, someone with you to, when you buy your firearms sure. that understands firearms, because sometimes not all salesmen, I'm not saying this to everyone, but sometimes your salesman will, you kind of just recommend a gun that isn't really going to fit a lady. So um, definitely, you know, talk to somebody who, who understands what you need to be carrying um, because sometimes you're going to walk out of the store with kind of the wrong gun that's not going to do anything for you. So um, I think that's really important is to, to talk to somebody that has the um, education and the experience with firearms to, to recommend one. Oh, that's great. I mean, that is just incredible. Um, what, what great advice, you know, I knew, I knew having you on the show was going to be a new level of our podcast and, and, uh, but you are so smart and so educated on this stuff and so pro teaching other people to do it. And that's what I live for in this podcast is teaching people how to understand things more, not be afraid of them and go out and try new things in the outdoors. And, you know, you, you are like the person that, uh, people look up to and people can look up to for those kind of things. Thank and you. I, just, I appreciate that. Yeah. I just really thought that I really, you know, honor you for what you're doing in social media and your, your, with your, uh, with your voice out there, you know, uh, it's really awesome. I really appreciate that. And I'm so uh, fortunate to live in Texas. Um, just, uh, I, I hear about the gun laws in, in other states, sometimes like California, and I'm thinking, I, I just couldn't. No. I couldn't. You know, I wouldn't be comfortable not being able to have a firearm. So we, we really need to um, come together and, and defend the Second Amendment. Right. Um, and and really, I mean, I, I talk with a friend of mine that lives in Pakistan that he has to get a, a gun license. And he's surprised that us in Texas don't need a gun license for every gun that we own. 
And I'm just like, well, I guess I'm a little spoiled, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, that oh, we yeah. don't have mm-hmm. these huge stringent gun laws that other countries do. But, I mean, he has to go check. He's going on a duck hunt next, and he has to go check his shotgun in with the local police to make sure that it's legal for him to carry it with him in the field. You know, wow. we don't we don't have to do that here. And that's a beautiful thing about Texas and where we live and, and the, the, uh, the atmosphere that we have is very pro-gun here. But we need to educate other people outside of the state, you know, to – to understand that firearms are not to be feared. They're a tool. They're a weapon. They're just like anything else. Exactly. A tool is, is the word I love for, for a gun. Um, that's exactly what it is. It so. is a weapon, but it is a tool at the end of the day. You right. Know? Absolutely. It can but be I think used, the function, yeah. obviously, yeah, you know what I mean? The functionality of what it, it can do is it saves your life. Um, right. That's its function. Um, in a in a dangerous situation. Oh, that's great. I mean, I really think you're on to something with what you're doing. And I, I kind of, after I met you, I kind of checked out your Facebook and checked out your Twitter and Instagram and everything like that. And I was like, man, this lady is on fire, you know? <laughs> I mean, she has so much going on and so much, you know, you're just, you're just, you're awesome. I just really salute what you're doing. I haven't Thank met you. too many people like, like you, you know, in our firearms world that are really, you know, going out there and being advocates, I guess, is the right word for it, for, you know, for the right. You I'm know. definitely passionate and I'm definitely outspoken. And um, in the beginning, I didn't really know where this was going as far as what, you know, the social media and everything. And people were giving me advice and telling me, don't be so political or don't be so, you know, don't be so outspoken about guns or don't be, you know, I was like, if I can't say what's going to benefit people, then I don't want to say anything. So, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. If people don't like it, then they won't follow me. But it was ironic that it had an opposite effect. So oh, a huge opposite effect. My goodness. Yeah, I'm going to continue to just speak my mind and put it out there. So. <laughs> yeah, and that's well that's well rounded. And you, we talked in our pre-chat today before the podcast got started. You get, and I, I get this too, because uh, I'm kind of out there on the media, not certainly as big as you are, but I mean, I'm, I'm out there posting things. You get a lot of anti-gun people that are kind of bashing you. Is that right? I do. I get, I've got a ton of backlash for um, not only carrying guns, but hunting. Sure. Um, and I think the fact, yeah, I think the fact that I am a female and that I am um, kind of well-known in that community, that I get a little bit more um just kind of backlash for that and the way that I handle that um I have a rule on my pages by the way I don't block people I've maybe blocked five people from my page sure and um I do that because I am completely first amendment as well I'm I'm all for freedom and and saying what you want and it doesn't bother me you know it doesn't bother me at all they can have their opinion that's fine it just um every now and then it kind of like I read something and it's just something awful and that they've said about me and I just I have to kind of take a deep breath and, you know, do some stretches or something because yeah. it's definitely, you can get to you. I'm a human. But, um, you know, for the most part, it's, I got awesome followers that will get on there and, and stand up for me or stand up for the cause. And, you know, it's all good. That's what so. I, I've run into, especially, you know, to talk about, you know, hunters, even hunters who criticize me because I hunt out of a blind over a feeder. And, Uh you know, the thing about that is that I get these hunters from out in the West, you know, in the Western United States and say, well, that's not really hunting. That's baiting deer. That's lazy hunting or whatever the case may be. But I'm just like, in Texas, we have so many deer. We've got to be selective on what we shoot. Yeah. Plus we do it for food. We do it for food. Yeah, that's right. I don't trophy hunt. I I eat what I'm going to get. So, 
why does it matter how I get it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, So, I mean, we all, I guess what I'm saying here, you know, back to the anti-guns or the anti, you know, um, uh, the PETA people and that kind of stuff that kind of slam you, I get the same kind of backlash when I post videos or when I do things Mm -hmm. like that. But I mean, you know, uh, hunters especially, we all need to unite together is what I think, (laughs) you know, and get together and not bass each other and be on each other's side. And the same deal with the guns. And I was talking in the pre-chat with you about, you know, how crossbow hunters are viewed differently by bow hunters because they don't consider it bow hunting. Mm -hmm. Um, because, and it's just, uh, let's all just get along. It's called hunting together and let's all get along in the firearms world. You know, even if we have different opinions and that kind of stuff, because we need to defend our rights and we need to defend our, our liberty, uh, excuse the pun, <laughs> Liberty Austin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we need to define, define and, and defend our, you know, our different things that, uh, that are important to us. I completely agree with what you're saying. I love what you're saying because it's so true. We do need to come together right now and stop, you know, fighting over these silly issues sure. that are really not, you know, making or breaking anyone anyway. So, um, everybody should just do it how they want and you know support each other in this community because we have so many the majority is against us and we already are a small community so we really need to stick together right um definitely um in every single way so that's my whole point right unity it's just about being in unison together you know and uh Mm -hmm. we can we can handle a lot of big issues and problems that face us you know um not, you know, be divided by politics or be divided by this thing or that thing or whatever, but just to be in unity with each other, even though we have our disagreements. So, right, right. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Liberty Austin? No, I think we've covered it. Um, <laughs> we've done it. We've, we've had a lot of fun a lot together. about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think we've covered some major um, points here about, you know, what's going on and what we need to do and. I've had a good time. Uh, I have too. It's been a blast having you. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, as most of the interviews, I had a blast on that interview talking to her. Um, It is just great to have a female guest on the podcast finally after doing over 20 of these. And um, just to have her um, shining personality and um, just awesome Second Amendment support uh, and her ideology um, for women shooting in the outdoors to, to be on this podcast is just great. So if you haven't checked out Liberty Austin before, it's L-I-B-E-R-T-E Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N. And you can find her on Twitter. You can find her on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook. And if you just look up that um, that uh, handle, you'll find Liberty Austin. She is just an awesome person. I really recommend you follow her work uh, and what she does in the outdoor industry because she is a uh, she is a great person to uh, to check out. So anyway, thank you so much for checking out our show. If you've not done so before, please subscribe to the podcast. If you've not um, done so already. And also feel free to stream our podcast at fishgame.com, our main website, or thebestoftheoutdoors.podbean.com, which is our podcast website that has all of our shows in it that you can listen to before and after the Texas Outdoor Nation inclusion. So I'm really excited about the future of this show. I just want to thank you so much and have an awesome day in the outdoors. Mm